Today's podcast is brought to you by Something Blue by Anita Kay, specializing in wedding and event photography. Visit her page on Facebook. For those in love, capture those memories with Something Blue by Anita Kay. So fuck you and fuck your baby and fuck your wife. <laughs> Why fuck them all? Does he have headphones? Understand. We're recording at a barbecue gas station. We're not pausing this to put a baby in there. So, uh, so you can just stop it, right? You're half drunk and high oh, trying to read a map. Right, here we go. We're literally... We we're on the edge of the Grand Canyon. That's my whole job when I'm on the road is protecting my butt. Stoner! And the fat man. He says, man... You really need to turn your life around. Fuck you, Mark. Mark, pull up this <laughs> Welcome back to the Unbridled Enthusiasm Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Pulos. And this is the second annual Stuffing and Booze special for Thanksgiving. I, uh... Literally, I've just clicked on the mic, decided I'm going to talk a little bit about Thanksgiving. I have uh, no idea if this episode is going to last five minutes or a half an hour. Just got a few things I want to talk about Thanksgiving, and uh, I'm going to end the episode by playing uh, one of my favorite Thanksgiving movies. Uh, Not the whole movie, but uh, my favorite part of that movie. It's Charlie Brown's uh, Thanksgiving, and the part where they uh, they all eat dinner around the ping pong table and have themselves a delicious, nutritious meal of toast, popcorn, and jelly beans. And I think there's licorice as well. Thanksgiving has always been an interesting time for my family. We've always uh, always been together on Thanksgiving. And it's always been, you know, a pretty standard thing. You know, you got the turkey and the stuffing, mashed potatoes, corn, gravy, cranberry sauce, all that kind of stuff. We really haven't uh, haven't gotten too weird with Thanksgiving. Um, I remember when I worked at the casino, the day before Thanksgiving was uh, actually the busiest night of the year. It was actually more uh, busy than any other day of the year, which was really crazy. But, uh, I remember being in the locker room, getting ready to go out on the floor. And some of the other guys were like, man, it's really weird that Thanksgiving is such a, the day before Thanksgiving is such a busy time in the casino. And, and my thought process was, you know, the, uh, the families, um, come into town usually a day early, they realize how much they hate each other so they have to figure out what the hell they're going to do till dinner the next day so why not go to the casinos or a movie that's pretty much your choices but uh it was always busier than shit the day before thanksgiving uh on the last uh stuffing and booze special i talked pretty much exclusively about uh spending my thanksgivings on the road um which is only a small part of my uh thanksgiving career most of it is uh i've i've been lucky enough to book a lot of gigs um at home 
over Thanksgiving. Last year was pretty brutal. I uh, I booked San Antonio, Texas the day after Thanksgiving, and I didn't realize the last week was Thanksgiving. I thought it was like the second to last Thursday, so that was my bad. I literally had to eat a plate full of food, a plate full of turkey, and a bunch of stuff, and then try to drive through the night to uh, San Antonio, Texas, which was a a brilliant idea on my part. I think I got to uh, Des Moines before the tryptophan kicked in. And then to sleep like three hours at a rest area just so I could make it the rest of the way. But uh, I don't know, man. Thanksgiving is an interesting holiday, you know. It's based on the whole point of, you know, the pilgrims coming to uh, Plymouth Rock and meeting up with the uh, Native Americans and breaking bread over dinner. There's a lot of stories out there about uh, how brutal the uh, the pilgrims were to the Indians and, I'm sorry, Native Americans. But yet, here we are. We still get together on Thanksgiving have gigantic meals, stuff our face with pumpkin pie and and Oreo pie and watch some football. It's always the same every year, you know. I like more of the idea, my wife and her friends, uh, you know, they focus more on the uh, giving thanks for, uh, for the things that you have in your life. And I think that's a better way of going about it. I'm to shove your face full of food. And then, of course, after that's all done, Black Friday. That's what we get. And I had never, uh, my entire life, ever uh, participated in Black Friday. And I feel, I don't know if it was last year or the year before, um, uh, my wife's family, they wanted like a Wii or something. And uh, it just so happened to be one of the special items that Walmart was putting on sale during their pre-Black Friday sale. It was just like really weird because Walmart near my house is 24 hours. They never close. So on Black Friday, the store's still open. But like the sale doesn't start until 8 p.m. So what they did is they had like these 10 very specific items around the store. It was like a certain video game, a video game system, like a TV, like these 10 specific items that were going to be like really, really cheap. And they only had like a specific amount of them. So um, like you couldn't stand in line for the TV and the gaming system. Like you had to choose which line you were going to stand in and then like a half an hour before um, the sale was going to start they they revealed how many items they had in each thing and then they would just you know count off how many people and then the rest of them could just move on to some other bullshit so we were able to get the Wii but I tell you this man when that clock struck 8 o'clock Because what happened was they had these 10 specific items that you would get and you wait in line or whatever. But then they had like 
these grab bag specials and it was just like pallets of shit like lining the 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 main aisle up to the front of the store and it was like a bunch of different shit it was like some special toy for christmas that was it was like skylanders and then uh it was a shit ton of blu-rays and a bunch of other stuff but it was all on pallets and it's lined down the main aisle to the front of the store and i tell you this if you've ever had a thought like a wonder about what it's going to be like when the zombie apocalypse happens or you know when ebola becomes airborne and the shit hits the fan go to walmart about eight o'clock on black friday and just watch what they do it's ridiculous who the fuck needs that many blu-rays i mean they were just like grabbing them and whatever and this is my thing you know uh i see these black friday deals and i start to get the feeling that like it has nothing to do anymore with people trying to get a good deal it's all about the ebayers you know they show up there, they stand in line, they get these fucking TVs and these gaming systems and these like baskets and baskets of Blu-rays and then they go and they sell them. They sell them on eBay and, you know, they make a tidy profit, you know, and I guess if you have the constitution to do that, you know, God bless you, but my God, I have never seen people acting more ridiculous Oh, for a basket of Blu-rays, I mean, they weren't—they weren't even good movies. They're fucking fighting over Ghostbusters, and well, maybe it wasn't Ghostbusters, but it was pretty shitty movies. Like, I don't know if you ever, you know, frip your hand around in that five-dollar bin of DVDs at the front of the store at Walmart. It's you know some real eye catchers it's like powder and uh you know from dust till dawn three you know the real gems that you want to have in your collection but uh yeah i just don't get it i really don't understand it like my wife the year before her sister um she's got three kids and she really wanted to go and do the the black friday deals because obviously for her it makes fucking sense you know she's got you know three kids are trying to make ends meet you know why not just go to these stores early and get a ton of christmas presents for like 50 percent off or whatever but of course you know there's only a certain amount of carts and you got to wait in line forever and the deals start at one time and they end at one time so she asked uh my wife to come and help her and it was just funny to hear the stories when she came home about how like you know at Kohl's these pillows were on sale and they were fucking sought after like oh my god it's the the gel pillows we need 95 of them attack you know so she had like a pillow in her in her cart and some lady like tried to take the pillow out of her cart and there was a whole big to do and it's just like my god people how much shit do you need i mean do you realize that there is an entire industry built on storing your extra shit do you realize that i mean (laughs) if we went back to like the 50s 
and told those people, like, there's going to be a time where we have so much shit that it will not even fit in our homes. So we have to rent a storage locker across town just to keep our extra shit. They would laugh at us. I mean, come on, people. How many televisions do you need in your house? And that's the thing that always makes me laugh, um, because I like to watch uh, hardcore pawn and pawn stars and stuff, and people are always pawning their televisions. Or, uh, you know, I hate to admit this, but uh, one of my guilty pleasures is watching court shows. I don't know why I enjoy them. I just enjoy the legal system i find it interesting but there's always somebody suing somebody uh over the stuff that they left behind at an apartment where like they couldn't afford the utilities they couldn't afford the monthly payment but they're suing this person because they left their 55 inch plasma tv there the fuck are you getting a plasma tv when you can't even afford to pay the rent per month, it just uh, really drives me crazy. And I mean, all the stories that come out every year where they're having some kind of crazy sale and they unlock the doors and somebody gets stomped to death. It's just like, is this really what we're doing right now? Is this the most important thing in the world is to be standing outside a fucking Walmart waiting for them to unlock the door so you can get a plasma TV or I don't even know if plasmas exist anymore a smart TV or a 4D TV for like 200 bucks off like is that the most important thing in your life you know another TV in your house <sighs> but it's a tradition man that Black Friday is is uh as ingrained in us as uh, the football games that come on that day. And uh, I never really understood, like, I heard the story, but I don't know why. I don't know what the teams are. It's like Detroit and Dallas always have to play on Thanksgiving or some bullshit. Or is it Green Bay? I don't know. There's like two fucking teams that have to play every year on Thanksgiving, like, at some point years ago they decided that every thanksgiving it's going to be dallas and detroit dude if i was on detroit or dallas i'd be really pissed i'd be like can i go the hell home so i can have some damn turkey like why do i have to play every thanksgiving that just seems brutal john madden he always had that turkey with the six drumsticks on it like it was some kind of spider turkey but that's what you did you know eat a meal football black friday whatever floats your boat man it's thanksgiving but just remember to give thanks you know be happy for what's on your table not a lot of people have that man so I thought it'd be fun for uh, the end of this podcast. I'm going to put on some audio, a little history lesson on the first Thanksgiving. And then after that, uh, you get uh, Charlie Brown's Thanksgiving, a little snippet of it where they eat around the ping pong table. So 
appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, it's kind of a quick in and out. Uh, stuffing and booze, second annual. Um, I'm going to get the podcast. It's on iTunes, Podbean. And uh, just revamp my whole website. So check that out. LargeDrunkMan.com. It's got all the updated uh, schedule. The merchandise, iTunes, all that jazz. Check it out. Because I need some more fans. And uh, follow me on Twitter for all the latest news. At the Mark Poulos. And then tune in next time when we talk about who knows. The story of the first Thanksgiving. Around 400 years ago, many people in England were unhappy because their king would not let them pray to God as they liked. The king said they must use the same prayers that he did, and if they refused, they were persecuted, imprisoned, or even killed. These Englishmen left their homes and went far off to a country called Holland. In Holland they were happy, but they were very poor. And when the children began to grow, they became less godlike and did not want to pray anymore. After much talking and thinking, these English people decided to embark on a pilgrimage to the New World, America. They set out on a small ship called the Mayflower to take them across the sea. There were about 100 people on board the tiny ship. It was crowded, cold, and uncomfortable. The sea was rough. They were two months sailing over the Atlantic Ocean. At last the Mayflower came in sight of land. The month was November and it was cold. There was nothing to be seen but snow, rocks, and hard, bare ground. They were tired and cold from their long journey, and hungry too. No one had enough food to eat. Many of them became sick, and by springtime, almost half of the people died. In spring, the sun shone brightly, the snow melted, and the leaves and flowers began to emerge. Some friendly Indians had visited the pilgrims during the winter. One of the kind Indians was named Squanto. He stayed with the pilgrims and taught them how to plant their corn, peas, wheat, and barley. The summer came and the days were long and bright. The pilgrim children were very happy in their new home, Plymouth Rock. When it was autumn, the fathers gathered the barley, wheat, and corn that they had planted and found that it had grown so well that they would have quite enough for a long winter that was coming. 
Let us thank God for it all, they said. Then they decided to have a grand Thanksgiving party and invite the friendly Indians. They prepared wild ducks and geese and great wild turkeys. There was deer meat, bread, and cakes. They had fish and clams from the sea nearby. The friendly Indians all came with their chief. They were dressed in deer skins, and some of them had the furry coat of a wildcat hanging on their arm. Their long black hair fell loose on their shoulders and was trimmed with feathers or foxtails. Before they ate, the pilgrims and the Indians thanked God together for all his goodness. And so the story goes of the first Thanksgiving celebrated in Plymouth Colony nearly 400 years ago. As you sit down with your friends and family this Thanksgiving, remember this original tale and give thanks for all of God's abundant blessings. Stanley Miles. You mean Miles Standish. I can't keep track of all those people. What's all the commotion? We've got another holiday to worry about. It seems Thanksgiving Day is upon us. I haven't even finished eating all my Halloween candy. Sally, Thanksgiving is a very important holiday. Ours was the first country in the world to make a national holiday to give thanks. Isn't he the cutest thing? What are you going to do on Thanksgiving, Charlie Brown? My mother and dad and Sally and I are all going over to my grandmother's for dinner. Why don't you come along, Linus? We can hold hands under the table. <laughs> Hi, Chuck. This is Peppermint Patty. How you been, Chuck? Okay, I guess. Do you kind of miss me, Chuck? Well, I, uh... That's okay, Chuck. I know you probably can't talk because someone's listening. We'll keep these intimate things to ourselves, okay, Chuck? Well, I, um... Uh... Listen, I really have a treat for you. My dad's been called out of town. He said I could go over to your house and share Thanksgiving with you, Chuck. Well, I, uh... I don't mind inviting myself over because I know you kind of like me, Chuck. Well, I, uh... Okay, that's a date. See you soon, you sly devil. Oh, brother. Now what? Peppermint Patty's coming to Thanksgiving dinner. We won't even be home. Hello? Hi, Chuck. Listen, I have even greater news. Remember that great kid, Marcy? Sure. I just talked to her and she kind of would like to see you again. And her folks said it would be okay if she joined us. She can count on two for dinner, Chuck. But I just don't know. This will be okay with your folks, won't it, Chuck? Well, the problem is... Don't worry. 
We won't make any problems. We'll help clean up the dishes and everything. Just save me a drumstick in the neck. Okay, Chuck? See you, Chuck. How do I always get into these things? Now she's bringing Marcy, too. It's your own fault, because you're so wishy-washy. Hello? Hey, guess who just walked in over here? It's Franklin. I told him about the big turkey party you're having, and he sure is folks will let him come. Hey, Chuck, this is going to be the biggest bash of the year. See ya. I think I'm losing control of the whole world. Now what's wrong? Now she's bringing Franklin, too. Peppermint Patty's invited herself, Marcy, and Franklin over for Thanksgiving dinner. And I'm not even going to be home. I'm going to be at my grandmother's. Why don't you just call her back and explain it to her? You can't explain anything to Peppermint Patty because you never get to say anything. I'm doomed. Three guests for Thanksgiving and I'm not even going to be home. Peppermint Patty will hate me for the rest of my life. What time are you going over to your grandmother's, Charlie Brown? We're supposed to be there by 4.30. Okay, that makes it easy. You simply have two dinners. You cook the first one yourself for your friends, and then you go to your grandmother's with your family for the second one. I can't cook a Thanksgiving dinner. All I can make is cold cereal and maybe toast. That's right. I've seen you make toast. You can't butter it, but maybe we could help you. Snoopy, you go out to the garage and get a table that we can set up in the backyard. What are we going to wear to this big Thanksgiving party, sir? What time do we go? Well, kid, I'm going to go like this. Old Chuck is pretty cool about dates. He always wears that striped shirt of his. I just talked to Charlie Brown. He said dinner would be served a little earlier. Great, we're ready. You think I should wear a tie? Nah, you can come as you are, Franklin. Old Chuck won't mind. Besides, he didn't say it was formal. What? Oh, hi, Snoopy. Come on in. Snoopy, how can you serve the food in that ridiculous outfit? How about your chef's hat? Come on, Snoopy. We don't have any time for this playing around. The guests will be here pretty soon, so please get ready to help serve them. <laughs> Hi, Chuck. Hi, Peppermint Patty. Hi, Franklin. Hi, Marcy. Hi, Chuck. Thanksgiving, you know. Before we're served, shouldn't we say grace? In the year 1621, the pilgrims held their first Thanksgiving feast. They invited the great Indian chief, Massasoit, who brought 90 of his brave Indians and a great abundance of food. 
Governor William Bradford and Captain Miles Standish were honored guests. Elder William Brewster, who was a minister, said a prayer that went something like this. We thank God for our homes and our food and our safety in a new land. We thank God for the opportunity to create a new world for freedom and justice. Amen. yourself and us too. Gee, I never thought of it like that. Do you think I hurt old Chuck's feelings? I bet I hurt his feelings, huh? Golly, why can't I act right outside of a baseball game? Marcy, maybe you can go to old Chuck and patch things up for me. Maybe you can tell him how I really feel. Tell him that I didn't mean it the way it sounded. Marcy, you can do it. You go see him and tell him that I really like him and that the dinner is okay with me. Well, I don't know, but I'll try. I think maybe you should go to Chuck and tell him yourself. No, Marcy, I'll just ruin everything. You know I'm too brusque and rough. You go and speak for me. Well, okay. This is not unlike another famous Thanksgiving episode. Do you remember the story of John Alden? and Priscilla Mullins, and Captain Miles Standish? This isn't like that one at all. Don't feel bad, Chuck. Peppermint Patty didn't mean all those things she said. Actually, she really likes you. I don't feel bad for myself. I just feel bad because I ruined everyone's Thanksgiving. But Thanksgiving is more than eating, Chuck. You heard what Linus was saying out there. Those early pilgrims were thankful for what had happened to them. And we should be thankful, too. We should just be thankful for being together. I think that's what they mean by Thanksgiving, Charlie Brown. Psst, come here. See you later, Charles. Charles? It's all yours, Priscilla. 
Priscilla? Priscilla? Apologies accepted, Chuck, old boy. Sure. There's enough problems in the world already, Chuck, without these stupid misunderstandings. Let's not play lovers' games, Chuck. I agree. You're holding my hand, Chuck. You sly dog.
Little birdie, he don't mind the way he should. We don't have any time to play, Snoopy. Please get some chairs around the table. He needs watching. That's when you know he'll be Don't know what 